0: Now joining us on stage, it's uh, Jeff Kingston, our VP and Assistant General Manager of Baseball Operations. Good morning. Thanks for coming to uh, Safeco Field today for this uh, media day. I thought I'd take a few minutes just to kind of briefly give you guys a a little uh, overview of my role, um, which largely has remained unchanged. Uh, 90% of it is still centered around the assistant GM and, and really trying to make the GM, Jerry, my new boss, you know, look as smart as I can possibly make him look. Um, and whether, whether that's on the, on the rules side of things with all those nuanced transactional uh, issues that we run through during the course of the season, whether it's budgetary, contract negotiation, <clears throat> on the economic labor front, uh, player personnel, uh, at the end of the day, To me, it's about giving Jerry the best information possible to make good baseball decisions. And I think you heard him say it in his press conference, information is king, Um, whether that's on the scouting side via Tommy Allison, on the analytic objective side with our analytics group, uh, Jesse Smith and company, uh, sports science group with Rick and Rob and James Clifford, Um, the mental side, which obviously Andy's going to play a big role in, it's really just trying to give Jerry the best information possible so that he can make the best decisions possible. Um, the, one, the one slight change for me moving forward under Jerry is going to be a greater emphasis on player development and helping Andy. And uh, that, that's really more of a giving, giving Andy a sounding board, helping him acclimate to the, to the new organization, the new player development, new players, um, as you heard him say a few minutes ago, Learning the players and the staff that have been here um, is, is going to take him some time. That, to me, that's where I can really help him get up and running. Um, but you know, we're extremely excited to have Andy on board with us. As you've heard, he's got a lot of good ideas, um, not afraid to think outside the box, brings a nice, nice skill set that is emphasized on the mental skills part of things. Um, and, and he's been great so far. Um, I guess one other thing I'd like to touch on, and I'll, and I'll talk a little bit about some of our um, new non-roster invites to Major League camp uh, that you guys probably have not seen uh, or heard much of, is just from, from my standpoint, dating back to last year when I was interim GM for about a month, I think you know one of the toughest decisions that I had to make was you know how to handle Mike Zanino and, and Chris Taylor. And Andy touched on this uh, earlier, but the biggest takeaway that I got from talking to some of those players and the feedback that I received was you know where we, where we failed as an organization um, was our consistent communication to the players, and those two in particular, you know it's hard enough to hit in the, in the major leagues. arguably it's the hardest thing to do in professional sports, and when our players were getting different messages from different voices and different ideas about how to what they should and shouldn't be doing from a hitting standpoint, you know it, it really made it difficult on them. Um, that's the one thing I think that I took away last year, where we need to do better as an organization. And seeing Jerry and Scott and, and Andy come in and have the hitting meeting, hit the hitting summit that we had in January, and just see that how we're, you know, it's a huge emphasis for us to be on the same page from from the major leagues all the way down to the Dominican Republic. And I'm I'm extremely excited and, and confident that. We're, we're already there uh, from an organizational standpoint as far as what our message is going to be from an offensive standpoint, from a defensive standpoint, from a pitching standpoint, and that's, that's pretty exciting for me. And that you know, goes back to the old saying, you, know, you have to be pulling on the same si- side of the rope. Um, and I, I think from an organizational standpoint, the philosophies that, that Jerry and Scott believe in, um, are, they're <clears throat> extremely convicted in it, and you're going to see the same philosophies from, from top down. Um, so I, I guess I'll, unless you guys have questions on any of that, I'll, I'll talk about some of our newer non-roster players. Um, <clears throat> the, first, the first one I wanted to hit on was Tyler Smith. Um, he's an eighth-rounder a couple years ago from Oregon State. And um, he's a player who's a, who's a shortstop by trade, can move around the infield, is pretty versatile. And a lot of what you heard Jerry and Scott talk about since they've taken over is is the importance and the emphasis on controlling the strike zone, and some of these young hitters that we've while we're keeping the camp smaller, some of these young hitters that we've invited are ingrained as far as how they control the strike zone. That that's one of their that's one of their biggest strengths. Tyler Smith fits that mold. He's got a career 370 plus on base percentage. Um, him along with Dario Pizzano, Columbia kid, 15th rounder, I think from. Out of the 2012 draft, We've got more career walks and strikeouts. Another 370-plus on-base percentage guy, <clears throat> tough out. You know these, these guys, you're going to see us reward and emphasize our players that control the strike zone, and this, this is an opportunity for them to come up and experience big league camp, um, and, and it just kind of rewards and, and shows that the what the organization is committed to is going to be rewarded uh, to these minor league kids. Uh, Two other pitchers I'll touch on briefly. One is Adrian Sampson, who's a local kid we acquired at the trade deadline last year for j Happ. Adrian's another guy that does well controlling the strike zone, pounds his own. Um, His walk rate's one of the lowest ones we've had in the minor leagues. He's been durable. He's posted 28 games, started the last couple years. He's continuing to develop his changeup. He's got three pitches that he throws for strikes. Um, So you you guys will get a look at him in, in big league camp. And the last guy I wanted to touch on is uh, Paul Fry, left-handed reliever, kind of came out of nowhere last year, Uh, had a really nice run in Bakersfield, and then dominated uh, in double-A last year. Again, a control-the-strike zone guy, huge strikeout numbers. I was comparing his numbers the other day to the likes of the Carter Caps, the Stephen Pryors, the Carson Smiths that came through our system a few years ago and were about as dominant as you could see, and Paul Fry is strike out the walk numbers are actually better than all those guys. It gives you a little, little perspective of how good he was. 91 to 93 mile an hour fastball guy with a good slider, deceptive, has no fear. Um, I think he got a little bit fatigued last year in the fall league, but we're excited to see what he can do uh, this year as he competes with our other left-handed relievers. Fry, he talked about staying in Arizona and how big that was for his development and getting stronger He's, did he stay again this year and do you think that he hoped that maybe the velocity would even go up a little bit more yeah um, i don't know if he if he stayed in Arizona i know we have we have about 15 players big league players at our major league camp that are training with James Clifford and our sports science group down there in Arizona full season and when we when we redid the Arizona complex a couple years ago you know, the, the number one emphasis that we put on was our was our performance center, where the where we could have guys come in in the off season, create a culture and incentivize players to come there. James Clifford, our major league strength coach, lives there. Um, we got a lot of other minor league strength coaches live there. We we wanted to create an environment and a culture where players were encouraged to come in, work out together. Uh, we feel we feel very convicted in our sports science program and and what we do. It's very Individually tailored to the players, it's baseball specific, um, and we feel like we've gotten a lot of gains out of that. You think he? I mean, is he a left-handed specialist type, or is he going to be more of a? Not, not for me. You know, I think he proved that last year. Um, you don't, you don't strike out 40% of the hitters you face in Double A if you're only a left-handed specialist. So, you know, he, he's deceptive. He's got enough velocity in his fastball, and he's got enough deception where he can, he can throw his fastball by right-handed and left-handed hitters. Any final questions? Jeff, thank you. Thank you.